Welcome to the Business Leadership Podcast Live. It is Friday, the 9th of November, 2018. This is episode number 54. Good morning, good afternoon, or good day, wherever you're joining from. Happy Friday, everyone, and thank you for joining. I am Edwin Frondozo. The Business Leadership Podcast Live is, is a live radio call and show where I speak to business leaders, subject matter experts, and thought leaders to discuss latest innovations, current events, or best practices that will help you personally and professionally grow. This episode is brought to you by Slingshot VoIP, a leader in business voice AI technologies that help companies understand what the customers are saying when they're calling in. Thank you again for joining us today. Um, I am super excited to, to introduce my co-host today. It's a friend of mine. Her name is Kira Day. She's the founder of The Passion Center, which is an organization dedicated to helping people become more aware of who they really are, really their unique sets of drivers and core authentic values. Her methodology bridges principles from psychology, psychotherapy, design thinking, and business, among others, to undeniably create clarity, direction, and focus. I mean, I really love this topic. And when we when we discussed something to talk about, I thought, and it, we would talk about basically finding your true north, whether it's in professional or pers- in your personal trajectory, and really at any age. Um, a couple of stats actually Kira shared with me, which will set up uh, set up maybe the discussion a bit. Is uh, she? And, and actually, these numbers are pretty surprising. She was basically saying that eighty percent of professionals are disengaged in Canada. Forty seven percent of forty seven percent are unhappy. And and Indeed.com ranked Canada 17th out of 34 countries uh, in their 2016 Job Happiness Index. I might have get these wrong, but uh, she's uh, Kira will probably um, <laughs> mention that. So if you are joining us live, we'd love to hear from you. Say, say hi to us. Um, if you have any questions, comments, anything that resonates, just put it in there. If you don't have a story about this, we'd love for you to join us live. Uh, join the conversation. Let us know in the browser. Hit the button. Kira, happy Friday. How are you doing today? Oh, great, Edwin. Thank you so much for having me on. I'm really, really excited about our conversation today. Oh, this is this is going to be great. I mean, uh, I feel like, you know, I, I, I sometimes I feel like I'm the happiest person and always in groups. <laughs> so so <laughs> me, me, you might actually br- break this down and maybe I'm not that happy but th- I mean this is this is this is super nice this is super conversation this is stuff that I really resonate with something more in terms of always finding you know to do things um you know that makes you not only happy give you fulfillment but I mean I don't practice this in terms of teaching and this that's why I love to have experts like you Kira join the show <laughs> Thank you. Um, you broke up a little bit there, Edwin. Oh, do you hear me right now? Do you hear me now? It's a little choppy, but I'm just going to move around and see if we can fix this. Oh, internet yeah. is making me unhappy. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, well, it seems to be okay now. So uh, let's let's try this again. Yeah, let's let's try it again. It seems like you're going in and out too on my side. I mean, I I am hardwired, so uh, we'll we'll just we'll try our best and we'll see what happens. It's Friday, anyways. Um, so I listed off those number of stats 
Kira. So, like, really, what what are those stats saying? Oh my God, they're saying many things. I think um, right now, I guess it's it's we're we're in a really interesting and it's and it's not an entirely new conversation or a new observation, but really, work is changing for a lot of us right now. Just our relationship with work, all of those kinds of things. And I think what these stats are telling us primarily is that we are experiencing gap we are right now. So a lot of the shifting, like uh, when when I'm when I'm working with individuals and even from my own trajectory, one of the number one thing here all the time is this disconnection between what people are doing and what they really want to be doing. And you know, if, if we take this back historically and we look at like how we've been engineered into the system, it was always about, you know, learning these skills and, and obviously uh, going after the things that you're good at and, and, and things in terms of cultural value systems. We've developed this idea that, you know, like we're, we're going to go after those things that, that make us money, that help us make a living and, and, and allow us the opportunity to you know, utilities. But in that process, I think we've lost um, our ability to kind of look at what are the things we really want and how are we going after. But today, we're seeing so many opportunities arise from like the gig economy in different areas that are allowing us to do that. So we are essentially in a state of transformation. And I think that's why a lot of these numbers are showing up the way that they are. Yeah, I mean, I mean, it's super interesting. I've had a couple of a couple of live episodes where we, you know, we really talked about like the gig economy. I had an I had a topic where we were discussing if you're a manager or a business leader, how do you manage folks understanding that people want to do something on the side now and and really find something they're more passionate about. And not to say that they're not doing well in their job still, but you know. Why not let them be more happy on the side if it's not affecting it, right? Um, I guess from from your work and from the things that you've been doing here, like why should why should we really care about happiness within our professional lives? Oh my gosh! Well, <laughs> considering <coughs> sorry, considering that we spend more than sixty percent of our waking hours at work. And you know, like our 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 humanness, we're designed for connection, we're communities and so forth. If we aren't focused on finding levels of satisfaction or engagement or happiness, then that leaks into all of the other areas of our lives, whether we want it to or not. Um, I guess if you want to go into the science of it, our brains are always wiring to our environments. So if the vast majority of what you're being exposed to are things that you simply aren't interested in or don't like doing, then that has some extreme psychological and sometimes even physiological effects on the human body. I mean, I mean, it's definitely, I mean, I come from the old school and the new school, right? I, I've, I've, I've sort of developed a lifestyle that I, I thought, was possible. Um, but I mean, I also still do jobs or tasks or work that I don't really enjoy too. You just got to, you just got to get it done, right? It's part of, it's part of any job. Every job has something that's not enjoyable. So how did, what type of like advice do you give to people who are maybe just feeling this, 
awake, you know, their awareness now that maybe they're not happy in this job, but they don't know right, where right. to go. They don't know where to go, but how could they right. find yeah. or change the mindset of how do I turn this job into a happy job? Or is that even possible? Okay. So there's about two or three different things um, that, that, that from that question. So the first is, you know, there are always going to be tasks within a, a day that we have to do. That's, that's really where discipline comes from. And the kind of happiness that we're talking about isn't that you're going to be smitten with every single thing that you do. <laughs> <laughs> I think that that's, you know, that's, that's a real dream state. Like, but I, I feel as though if you have the underlying reason as to how you connect with your cause and fires the really mean the 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 foundation of what me what brings meaning to your life like understanding and having that level of self-awareness to understand what those you will be able to tweak anything you do to 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 get it in alignment to where you, you need to go and i think that that's the conversation that i'm that people it's 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 really not about you know i i named my company the passion center but passion is a consequence of other having yourself in complete alignment with the things that you're doing um, and understanding. And when you have this, this understanding of why this, is, this aligns to you and what you find meaning and the meaning that you're extrapolating from it, then those tasks don't become as daunting as they were if you were just completely disconnected with them, if that makes sense. No, 100%. I mean, it's, it's, it's really doing the inner work, right? And, and I, I find that, you know, people who are awaking to this awareness or, you know, maybe they're unhappy in their job or their role. It could even be a relationship, whatever, whatever situation they're unhappy about. Um, you know, sometimes they just try to change everything. Right. And that doesn't necessarily make them happy either. Yeah. A hundred percent. And like, and, and that's the, that's the thing. I think that what I was getting to before when we, when, when we go through you know, in our younger ages, when we're going through the education system, um, and this has been spoken about lots, and, and they're and they're looking at how this changes when we think about the future of education. But you know, a lot of it has been about other people kind of telling you what you need to be doing and and how you need to be positioning yourself and the grades you need to get and and all of that and all kind of motivation in order for for you to drive forward. I think what I'm seeing right now is that there's been a, a gap in in terms of how do we allow people to understand what's happening intrinsically or internally and it's not a you know we 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 think that reflection when we think about raising our self-awareness um we have this assumption that it's an easy thing to do but doing deeper work is 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 not entirely that easy it can be very confusing there's a ton of drivers that are happening simultaneously within you that sometimes compete with one another um, so, you know, like, like we, we do a lot of guided introspection to kind of like unlayer and uncouple and peel those things out. And what you find is once you get to the core that again, going back to your level of finding meaning in, in the stuff that you do, then we can start tweaking and, and applying those aspects to what it is you're actually doing so that now you have this really clear understanding and direction on how your job aligns or or does not align to you i think that we're in a really cool time right now where to our earlier point there is a ton of um 
things coming on the scene or to make money, which is, which is incredible. So for the, the people out there that are in a job today that maybe they may not be completely connected to, help supplement that kind of um that kind of relationship so that eventually you can guide into something that you are more aligned with and again that's the that's the that's the transition that we're all kind of facing right now but it does take a certain level of disruption in order to get there so i have a question for you edwin like how when you first started this podcast tell me tell me a little bit of your journey like like how did you were doing previously to what you're doing now? I mean, that's a great question. And uh, just before I answer it, if you are joining us live, uh, what we're talking about, what Kira and I are discussing is is really trying to find your true north, talking about happiness, you know, uh, whether you're within a job or not, and really, re really just doing that work. So if you have any questions specifically for myself or to Kira, who's an expert in this in you know helping you find that please let us know in the browser uh, if you are catching it on the on the replay feel free to shoot a, a message to myself or to Kira and we'll make sure we we get back to you um i guess to answer your question Kira well, the first part was why did i get into it or or, or how or uh, i want to make sure i answer it correctly <laughs> take me through that journey like what inspired you to move in this direction and and what were you doing before um that you know what what were some of the the weights and balances that you had to make within yourself to to head in this direction yeah i mean that's i mean how long do we have i guess <laughs> i guess that's up to me um i mean i'm a tech entrepreneur <laughs> I'm, I'm a tech entrepreneur i've been an entrepreneur almost 14 years now um, so I've done every job there has been. I mean, I left I left the corporate world a long time ago, so I can't even. I mean, literally, it's been almost fourteen years since I had a, a daily paycheck. So I don't even re I don't even remember what that feels <laughs> like. So, <laughs> so I'm so dis I'm so disconnected from that. But having said that, when I had launched the podcast uh, two or three months before the podcast, my daughter was about six months old or so, and I was just reading a ton of books. Um, you know, a lot of personal development books and seeing, you know, planning for 2017. And I read a book from uh, Jonathan Fields. He he wrote a book called How to Live a Good Life. And um, I think, you know, if you read a lot of personal development books, a lot of them have like these little exercises to help you do a deep dive internally. And I never used to do those. But there was one exercise that he talked about. It was like, what's your killer app? What do people know you about? Mm. Um, so it's, and you email them all, right? So it's a really scary exercise, um, to do if you never, if you never done that. So I, I emailed friends, business partners, clients, colleagues, whatever, and you just shoot it out and see what comes back. Right. Because if, if what they perceive you as, or what they value as, as, as why they think of you or who, and you're not doing that, then there's a disconnect of your happiness right. or, or living, living that life. And I guess at the same time. I was I was interviewed on a podcast. So I mean, long story short, those two things that were happening. I read this. I got interviewed. A couple of weeks later, I'm like, oh, I'm gonna launch a podcast. And then, and then I'm, I mean, I love it. And then, although, sorry. No, no, no. Go on. Yeah, and then, and then I'm like, okay, I'm just gonna do a passion project, like something I'm excited about or something that I like at the same time I'm like what am I passionate about and but I am also an entrepreneur a tech I'm a co-founder for slingshot so I'm like okay yeah. 
I need to, if I'm going to do this, it has to be a growth hack. So it will help me move the dial for, for my business. And when I looked at mm -hmm. my top paying customers, um, they all came from word of mouth, right? And they were all either the decision maker or a new business leader, you know, someone who yeah. became to a decision role and they need to change something or whatnot. And so that's where the inspiration came from. I love it. I love it. And, and I love and what I love the most about it was that, you know, sometimes these journeys or we try to communicate these journeys out, they don't they're they're never a linear thing. Right. That it, it, it happens in all of these dimensions. Your story is that, A, you you had the inspiration first to dig a little bit deeper um, and get those kind of guided introspection so that that can come from like self-help books that can come from those various different exercises that are on the market to do and then from there that will spark something within you that that aligns to not only what you want to do and what what inspires you and creates those types of meaning but how it also integrates on the business side um so no that's that's an awesome story thank you for sharing that no i mean First it's the... i've heard it myself <laughs> well I'm, I'm happy to share it and and it's been an actual journey here, to be quite honest. For me, like I'm, I've, I've been a tech entrepreneur. I've been a tech person for the longest time. But what that whole journey did in launching the podcast, and I've rediscovered this recently, is it brought back to who I was back in high school for example like i was that person who always connect i was part of always different groups i was a part of the chess club i was i was hanging out with with all the sports people i was hanging out with i was in the parking lot having a cigarette i was like i was everywhere like it was nuts um <laughs> so like you bring up a really really cool um when you're there I'm here. Yeah, I hear you. Sorry, I, you, I totally got lost for a second there. Um, but yeah, I was going to say that what I really love about that story is how when people find kind of their alignment point, how it brings them back to when they were younger. And it's almost like there's there's the commonality between, um, you know, what when we kind of go back and we reconnect with those things that we really like and we give us meaning you know our, our our younger establishments of the things that that always gave us meaning so that really at that level we understand that there are core things within our natures that helps us to drive to one thing over another or to like one thing over another and um like subject matter that that comes up quite a bit with with some of the the people that that i work with is you know you know, I can have five people that are passionate about one thing or five people that, that love one thing or, or connect with one thing or find one thing meaningful. Um, like, so let's say I, no I normally use the analogy, like I can have five people that, that are super passionate about basketball, but when you get to the reasons as to why those people are passionate, you'll, ha you'll see like five different uh, answers to that. And once you understand those underbellies, those reasons and those drivers, for what drives someone to like something, then you get an understanding and you see the patterns of how many other things they can like as well and be connected to um, based on that that one that one piece of information, right? So that's that's really interesting, I find. No, yeah, it's 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 been quite a journey, and uh, I, I, I'm happy. Uh, 
I mean, I, I sometimes I still don't understand how I got here, but that's <laughs> it's 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 it, it's been a it's been a joy, definitely, and and I'm happy, and and you know what I'm really pumped about? I get to talk to folks like you, Kira. I'm, I'm like I learn something all the time. And and I'm and I'm happy to share it, right? Uh, so not only do I, you know, I, although my reading has gone down because I'm learning in real life, but I, I need to get back to reading as well. But I, and I'm happy sharing. I'm, I'm happy sharing, and I'm getting this platform where I'm able to share things that are are new and and stuff like that. So it, it's been definitely a, a pleasure. Um, I just wanted to bring it back, and there was something that uh, you had mentioned before, and maybe we didn't re really define it, but there's something called this blue zone culture. So I, I really want to know what it teaches us uh, about how we approach work Kira, and who are blue zones anyways. <laughs> okay. So blue zones are probably one of my most favorite types of people to speak about. Um, they were first coined blue zones by, by, by a man by the name of Dan Blattner, who was a national geographics um, journalist at the time. And him and, and a few other scientists had gone around the world to look at, at pockets of cultures or pockets of people in society that live the longest. But, and, and you know, like we live in the West, right? So when we hear live the longest, we're like, oh, okay, well, we're living pretty long too with our medical advancements and this, that, and the other. But what's really interesting is not only are they living longer, but they're living substantially um, uh, healthier lives than we are here. Mm -hmm. So the other side of, of North America, longer is that we're also living sicker as well we have things like heart disease that's that's high we have things like diabetes alzheimer's uh different types of cancer like the, the list goes on right there's there's a ton of of health um and, and what we see with these groups of people is that they are living well to be centurions so into their 100s and they are again living very very healthy lives and what's interesting is that out of all, I believe there's about seven or eight in the world, only one reside in North America, Long Beach, California. And so when I first started taking a look at, at, at like, you know, what, where, but what the research was saying was that there were nine elements that were supporting these people living really, really long. And only two out of the nine were items that we glorify here in the West. So things like diet and exercise. But what was even more interesting was that these cultures didn't have exercise and as an agenda in their cultures. There was, there was, it was very much around movement every 20 minutes. Is that not all of them had great diets. There was one blue zone culture that has fried food as their staple diet. So, you know, it, it, it peaks the that are um, helping them to, to sustain that kind of lifestyle. And what they found was that seven out of these nine were all kind of like communal based. So there were things like feeling a sense of purpose that was attributed to seven years of extended life. There were uh, believing in something higher than themselves. There were other things like having a really supportive community, uh, loving what they did um, like all of these attributes, this, this kind of community, this, this safety net, the support infrastructure had aided it. So, you know, when you, when you take a look at, you know, that model and you take a look at, 
you know, the, the model here, you, you see that there are some values that are inverse. And I think, you know, those inverse values are, are what's impacting not only our psychological health, but obviously our physiology, our, our physiology based on, on what they're showing. Um, they also ha have, there's, there's huge science around how uh, stress or high stress or high trauma impacts, Im impacts your physiology by shutting off certain uh, things in your body. And I don't want to get too much into that science. Really, it's, it's all telling a very similar story, which is around being very mindful and careful about how you match up in what you choose to do you know, professionally. Because again, that's our biggest opportunity to create high levels of impact or high levels of change in, 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 in you know, some of that health aspects as well, because that's where we're spending the, the vast majority of our time, right? I mean, so anyways, that's, that's no, I mean, that's so fascinating. You know what was just coming to my mind here? I mean, uh, if you're just joining us, what we're talking about, what we were just talking about, like these blue blue zone cultures where where people are living longer and it's based on a couple of things, aspects in their lives, attribute, attributes and, and how they live. But you know what I was thinking, Kira? I was like, what I was picturing is, you know, someone who is in a well-paying job, high profile, um, Maybe not what they want to be doing, but they're exercising every day. They're they're a vegan or a vegetarian or eat well, but they're yeah. still they're still not happy. So really, it doesn't matter, right? Like they have everything that everyone wants to do, and they're doing the stuff in our culture that supposedly will help you, right? right. Um, which which is that? But if you, it's it's just it's actually really fascinating that like the research is is is. is incredible i mean like the more you you go down this rabbit hole there's just so much so many findings you have like even from example like let's take that scenario you know you've got someone who's in a very very well-paying job but maybe there's very high demands and they are in, in a high environment on a day-to-day -day. and let's say they are still exercising because we're taught that exercising you know will will help us stand and those things are true do it a ton of a ton of good for the body but let's let's even take a look at their diet for example um so they have a good, good diet and, and you think that you're doing all of the right things but but still you know like let's say let's let's say you know they're 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 still facing a lot of those frictions so another part of it is that cortisol is 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 the stress hormone that's that's released all the time when we're in high stress situations and so forth mm -hmm. and cortisol angle in your body so it shuts down um your um certain enzymes that are responsible for breaking down those nutrients that you're you can have the infrastructure inside your body and what i find interesting there is that you can have the best diet in the world you can have the best but if we're not mindful about how we're where what we're bringing into our environments and how we're handling those things on a day-to-day -day, you know so we're we're no better off is what i'm trying to say yeah no it's uh it's really crazy i mean it's it's just so uh you you're right and and how you said maybe things are inverse in, in, within our western culture and our society and how we do things and and like i said i mean i might be like a, off the off the charts ready because i don't even remember how it was to have a, a steady payment <laughs> job so so I'm, it's uh i just i just try to always try to do do me right so um but that's, but that's uh that's exactly the way i mean you know every everyone's different and i and i and i, and I respect that and i support 
that everyone has their own thing that they've got to do. But but I think that this new generation that we're that we're bringing in and a lot of the differences and the different um, relationships that we're building with the work that we do, we we want to get to that, that place where we are able to say, I just do me. And why is that important? Well, that's that's important because it brings out four psychological needs that are universal to everybody. And that's, you know, uh, Daniel Pink said this in his book, Thrive 2.0. He, he pointed out three, but there is a fourth one. And that's, I call it the ramp model. So there's R, which is a, uh, what is R? Relatedness. <laughs> <laughs> it's Friday. I forgive you. I forgot R. Yeah. So R is relatedness, right? Our ability to have supportive infrastructures, which is what the Blue Zone community showed. And then we have A, which is autonomy. So that's the ability of feeling in your life and that is the whole idea of doing me m is mastery and that's getting to a point where you're you're really good at what it is you're doing that you're doing you right Mm -hmm. and then there's p which is again having that sense of purpose again another kind of like blue zone feature too no, I mean this is this is a great. I'm I'm loving this topic, Akira. I'm really happy that uh, that we got on. Uh, if you're just joining us, I mean, what we're talking about is is really living and doing you, <laughs> and making yeah, sure that making making, well, making sure that you know everything aligns up within within not only your personal life, within your work life, your business life, and and ultimately, according to Akira's research and her findings, is it will actually add plenty of years to your life um we got a couple more minutes left so if you are just joining us and you have any specific questions um for kira for myself be sure to just drop it into the browser if you are listening to this on the replay um feel free to put a shout out to me email me edwin at the businessleadership.com um we'll make sure we get more information from kira before she she goes um and would be happy to answer that so kira as we I mean, like I said, I'm sure you and I could like just talk about this all day and and shoot out examples to be to be honest. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess you know, as, as we wrap up, is there any final thoughts, um, any final tips that you want to share to the emerging business leader, whether they're an entrepreneur or starting their career? or I know what we, you know we started as like you could try to find your true north at any age, whether you're even, thinking of your second or third career, like, like yeah. what are, what are final thoughts that you want to share, leave with us today? So some of, some of the final thoughts that I guess I would, I would say is to always be mindful that, um, that, that you're important in, in that journey of trying to understand what the next best step is. And, I think that making the time, sometimes we think about our responsibilities, which are always going to be there. Those aren't going to go away. And we, and, and we look at the financial um, part of, our, of the equation, which again is, is very much needed. And you, you want to make sure that those things are covered. But you also want to ensure that you're doing things for you along that journey. Um, you know, I, I have many people that they, they would come and they're like, well, I, I don't have any time in a day because I'm so busy with my job. I've got my kids, I've got this and I've got that. And, uh, and I'm just, I feel so drained. And I, I challenge them a little bit and I say, you know, maybe why don't, why don't we try just doing something for you half an hour a day? Or, or if, if, if that's still too much, either way, 
the more you do something that that brings out what is meaningful to you, the more opportunity you have to feed your to like or fill your cup, right? So things that what we found are things that are unaligned to you or, or disaligned. Um, you, you're 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 actually going to be drained because it's it's energy draining. But the things that you do that you are aligned to, or the activities that you engage to that you're aligned to, it's energy nurturing. So fill your cup to drain your cup, and, and like you can you can have that cycle until you figure it out differently. The other thing that I would highly highly recommend is that people get very clear on intrinsic talents are, um, what they value, uh, the things that they find interesting, interesting, and the thing and the things or the environments that they find ideal, and really sit with that and and get it really under uh, get a really good sense of of what that means to you, and because that will be ultimately your uh, a methodology to, through which you can you can go inwards and and help you to align what your objectives are outwards i don't know what i mean <laughs> okay. no that that, that was like, perfect <laughs> you know you know what i was i was you know i have a facebook group here before uh, before we move on i have a facebook group um it's free by the way for anyone it's it's, it's the business leadership uh group and i challenge everyone i started doing a do nothing day uh, for entrepreneurs business yeah. leaders whatever no one ever has time to just do nothing so and i and, and i challenged it i tried to be more specific to to make it during the week so it doesn't interrupt with family so you're really actually blocking your calendar out and the key to it and what i'm learning is the key to doing it is um is is just go with the flow that day i mean i the last day i did it i I ended up like I'd never do this, just watching Netflix for an hour and a half or two hours. And then I, I was supposed to meet a friend, but that it fell through. So I went to the movie theater and watched the movie. <laughs> like it was amazing. I felt so refreshed. But to your point, and what I always tell people is, you know what? Your to-do list, your workload will never end. You'll yeah. be as busy as ever. So why not take time for yourself? It doesn't have to be a day. It could be an hour, like you said. Just schedule it. Um and put it in your calendar because if you don't put it in your calendar, it's not going to happen, right? Um, the, that's that's an amazing advice. It really, it really, really is. Especially I challenge you, Kira. Like we, I challenge you. A do nothing <laughs> day. <laughs> I'll okay. I'll hold you accountable. <laughs> do I do I have like a like do I have like like homework after that? No, there's no homework. You tell me how it went because I just I'm always excited to hear how it goes with people because it's it's really Kira. I was actually smiling that whole day, like going to the theater. I'm like, who goes to the movie theater at one in the afternoon on a Friday? You know, like I must have been in high school when I did that, right? Like it's back to being back in high school. <laughs> it's it was, it was awesome. You know, I I don't know. I'll up on this challenge. I'm absolutely going to have myself a do nothing day. Oh yeah, that's it. <laughs> But uh, Kira, this has been an absolute pleasure. Before I let you go, can you share with us where we could find more information about you, um, the Passion Center, or anything else you'd like to share with us today? Yeah, absolutely. Um, okay, so we we have our, our updated website all, all put together. So you can check the Passion Center. Center is with an R-E, not an E-R, dot com. Um, you can always... Uh, uh, search me out on LinkedIn. I'm quite active there, and I do put out some some information on what we're doing and the new things that are coming up. And we also have a group on Facebook as well, so you can check on facebook.com/slash/thepassioncenter. 
So well, those would be like the top, the top three. We do, um, we do workshops and programs in Toronto. We have our next cohort starting December the 8th. So, and we're exciting. We're also excited to announce our new online uh, program as well, which all of that information is on my website anyway. Well, that's amazing. Congratulations on, on everything you do. The, your work is important, Kira. But again, I want to make sure that I, I you know, keep that open invite. I, lo- I love these topics and we, and we should definitely revisit it um, in the new year and we can talk about new things. But Kira, it's, thank you again for taking your time today. Thank you so much for having me. It's been fun. <laughs> awesome. I'm glad. Day. You too. See you later, Kira. Business Leadership Podcast Live is is an almost daily show, so be sure to catch us every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. As mentioned, actually, please please join my free private Facebook group. It's called the Business Leadership Group, where I share insights, answer your questions, and connect with connect you with other like minded business leader. And of course, if you have not done so yet, please be sure to check out my podcast, the Business Leadership Podcast, where I sit down with business leaders to discuss their personal journey and experience of business leadership. New episode drops every Tuesday, and you could catch it on Spotify, iHeartRadio, iTunes, Google Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. But that's a wrap, everybody. Happy Friday. Have a fantastic weekend. Edwin signing off.